0: Hello everybody. Welcome to another month, which means another month of the monthly reload podcast. Obviously here you got old Trebo, aka Azazel T S B. We got uh, we got another special guest here, X D G Maz. Last month we had X D G Dreams, a content creator. Of the year um, Mads, go ahead and introduce yourself real quick.
1: i XCG Mads. Um, I am from XCG. I am a uh, senior graphics artist in XCG and also a global moderator in XCG.
0: Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Alrighty. We also have uh, Ray Blast, O'Bralio. We got TSB Hostile X O'Brien. Y'all want to say anything before we get started? What's up, everyone?
2: Uh, yo, yo.
0: just had a pause, I guess, there. <laughs> Alrighty, so, you know, as we're getting close to the end of the month of February and everything. So, I know last episode, we definitely highlighted a lot of ex- uh, suspecting releases, pretty much, like high expectations and everything. And I have to say, this definitely has been one of the best months for gaming, at least in a long time. Dying, we had Dying Light 2, Elden Ring, Horizon Forbidden West. We had Destiny 2, Witch Queen DLC released and everything and all that and uh we also got some news about pokemon this month too Interesting enough um but first i want to go ahead and try to get um horizon forbidden west none of us sadly here played it we were supposed to have another person but uh oh the new founder of reload entertainment studios mr Beggs, has already uh kind of failed to show up i think he's been kidnapped honestly but we'll find out um <laughs> He's the only one that was that was even playing it out of our group, so we don't have any information. But I've heard for *Horizon Forbidden West* has apparently a lot of uh, issues, somewhat. But I've been told it was like still a really, really good game. I'm actually kind of still psyched to play it myself, though. But let's go ahead and move on to *Dying Light 2*. I know Raybus plays in *Dying Light 2* and uh, *Hostile*. I'm pretty sure as well.
3: Yeah, and you know, especially uh, we just got news that. Uh... Crossplay is coming to PC, you know, after some time. <laughs> it's been like a month now. But, you know, it's nice to have in, you know, in general, right? Now you can play with uh, people on Mac, people on Linux, people on GOG, people on, you know, Epic Games, whatever, right? So, crossplay for PC is falling out. But overall, I'd say for the game, the general consensus is that, you know, it's it's fun gameplay, right? Especially if you played the first one. You kind of know what you're getting yourself into, right? Yeah. But the story, the story's kind of like uh, needing... Some things to be desired. That's what the general consensus is. Easy. So maybe if you're more of a gameplay person, you might enjoy this one a lot more. But if you're, you know, if you just want uh the story, you might be better off playing something else. Not to say the story is bad. It just seems to be something that uh needs a little bit of help, I guess. <laughs> what was your take on how on the hostile? Since you I played on PC, what about you on console? How has that life been for you?
2: It was pretty good. I mean, it wasn't a bad game. I mean, the story is, like, really good, so it's just very different from the first one, but it is a overall really good game.
0: Yeah, um, I know uh, one of our uh, friends, short HD, was playing it, and he, he beat the game within 40 hours, but he said he definitely pretty much enjoyed the game, but it's pretty much those comments as all we see is uh, the story definitely could have definitely had some work, but I'm assuming because of how long it's been in development held, it's probably kind of why. But um, I'll go ahead and start moving on to uh Destiny Two Witch Queen. So I'm not trying to give really any spoilers or anything, but this is probably Destiny's, aka Bungie's, um, best DLC yet for the uh, Destiny series. Like I am talking, like this DLC has already been reported uh, better than Taken King itself by a lot of uh, Destiny influencers and everything. I mean, of course, we still got some problems. Gambit on Destiny is still kind of eh, if not worse right now. But a lot of aspects of the game definitely <clears throat> have improved. And, and I think Witch Queen definitely just brought back the old uh, Taking King nostalgia back in and everything. But, interesting story, if you're definitely a story person, this is definitely one to play, 100% gameplay and story-wise, both. Um. But we also had another uh, recent launch of Elden Ring. Uh, I have to say, it. thanks, XDG Dreams, for gifting me the game and everything. I still haven't got to try it out, though, but I do know a few people here has been playing it. Yes,
3: yeah, sir, you know, that would be me. I, you know... Especially, I feel like it, it's a new IP in a way. You know, Stormsoft has, you know, like their own hallmark, especially when it comes to you know, games and stuff like that. But it's also set a new world inspired by, um, you know, GGRM. So, uh, you know, people went in there like saying, okay, you know, what is this? What's this new combination? You know, Dark Souls 3 ended, Bloodborne is like a weird place where it's finished but not finished for some people. So what is this new world right and so far the general consensus has been yeah this works right that's it's amazing you know it's deep it's open it's like full of life and like ways that other uh, games like Ubisoft's old like pattern just doesn't quite grasp right and, you know some people are saying that yes this is the hardest one mostly because like how the new aspect that they added right open world is new to- part of like dungeon legacy system and all those like extras but at the same time people are seeing that yeah this is also the type of game you can just get into if you're like a first time player of these series so overall my uh takeaway from this game is you know uh, it's definitely fun if you play demon souls which definitely came out like a uh, you know not too long ago Like PS5, if you play that or you play any of the other plot software games, I think you'll have a good time with it. I don't see why you wouldn't. Yeah, I mean, of course, you know, people's mileage may vary on that. And we're starting to have a lot of criticism for the game as well some issues with stuttering, graphical fidelity. But if they can get running on the Steam Deck, which you know just came out this month, then I think it, you know, I don't think it'll be too much of an issue for much longer. At least that's my take on it anyways.
0: Alrighty. Yeah, I still haven't got to try it, but I've been seeing definitely a lot of clips. Some of these bosses definitely look tough. Especially, I've been seeing lots of uh, different dragon bosses, though, for sure.
3: Oh, yeah, the amount of dragons in this game is actually kind of crazy. <laughs> you feel know, like there's a dragon like every
2: other region. Yeah, it wasn't that game made by... Uh, well, it wasn't made. It was, I think it was directed by George. I, mean, he, I, I believe so. So not directed, but he did help. Um, what's he, um, called it? He, um, wrote, um, he wrote
3: like some bits of the lore. Yeah, he loves dragons. So
2: I mean, <laughs> I mean if you watch Game of Thrones, uh, I mean, there's a shit ton of dragons.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And then, you know, especially in the gameplay side of
3: things, you know, Dark Souls especially had like a whole shtick with dragons. But even in this game, you can kind of see the influence that dragons have. Is like, what you, what's the right word? It's over the top in a way, I guess. You know, draconic powers and all that stuff. But it's also like tame in the same way. Like I won't, I don't want to give too big spoilers, mostly because I know a lot of people in like the Souls like playing the game for the first time and like exploring. But you won't be, you won't be dissatisfied by just you know the amount of dragons and depth that it has. It's probably the best way to go about it.
1: Plenty of good reason for me to start playing that game, dragons. <laughs> That's good for me. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly, right. yeah, Yeah, yeah. Well,
1: Wait, so here put me on board? I'm gonna go do it right
2: now. <laughs> Let's go. So, a good, a weird question: Are you like allowed to have like a like a dragon? Like, is that an option to like have a pet? Fucking dragon. I well, a... per se, not exactly. But uh, this game
3: does feature like a summoning system mm-hmm. where you can summon like, uh, what do you call it? Enemies as your companions, right? So yeah. for example, there's this one specific, they're called, they're called ashes, right? It's like ashes are your enemies or whatever. So, so far I've noticed that there tends to be an ash for almost every type of enemy fight. So maybe it's late game, but I wouldn't see why you can summon a dragon. Or at least a dragonoid. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Oh so,
1: Dragon
2: So do you like storm castles in that game or Storm in a way, yes. It's mm. I guess the best way to say
3: is you kinda have to like uh what's it called? Okay, so imagine Breath of the Wild, right? It's a bad comparison, but stick with me.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: You know how in Breath of the Wild you kind of start like in this area, the starting area, and then you just kind of like progressively explore more of the world? Yeah. It's kind of the same deal, except uh, you start off uh, in this like, little dungeon, right? And after you exit the dungeon, you're basically allowed to explore anywhere on the map. So long as you don't die, right? Yeah, and I'd say that the checkpoint system is forgiving enough that it's really rewarding to go out of your way and like explore that you know castle over there, explore this you know underground tunnel. And I'd really want to give spoilers, but I I just feel like it's better if you experience it for yourself. Uh, I know, especially in one case in mine, I was exploring this like random out of the side you know place just grinding my xp and stuff just to level up my uh skills only to find across like this weird windmill thing and then be transported into like this whole new section of the map that i just didn't know was there and the you know the game like hides these things throughout its world it's like a very compact not compact sorry it's very fleshed out and how like it induces its storytelling it's not like many of these games that kind of hold your hand and kind of teach, you know, like, oh, this, this, and that, right? They give you, like, a two-minute exposition, and everything else is laid down within, like, the items you collect, the things you find, the p- the dialogue that people say. It's a lot more freedom, like, base,
2: kind of. Yeah. yeah. I-, I-, <laughs> I do have one more question. <laughs> is, that- is it, like, a, like, a is is there like a specific like place where it's at is it like england or something
3: it's called the worlds between and so i guess technically no but it is based yeah. on, on that you know northern medieval european you know style yeah some people are even calling it the skyrim of dark souls which i just think is funny
2: yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah um definitely recommend it you know 95% on metacritic one of pretty much the highest uh, rated games as of yet, but yeah, we'll see if it gets uh, you know, further yeah. on.
0: Yeah, definitely got all the good reviews especially from a lot of companies, but I do know on Steam, it was hitting that mixed. But, uh, kind of moving on, though. Um, So, I remember back in early February, Infinity World saying a whole new generation of Call of Duty is coming soon. This was after the acquisition by Microsoft and everything, but Apparently, just for Microsoft and Activision, have some issues. Apparently, FTC is investigating to make sure it's still a fair market and everything. My personal opinion, I think after the hit, Activision has been taken lately and everything. It's definitely going to be considered fair, most likely. But, um, exclusivity and everything is probably going to be thrown out the window, but there's already plans basically suggesting that they were not going to do that with uh, any Activision or Blizzard games anyway. <clears throat> but also moving on, <clears throat> Rockstar finally comes out and admits that GTA 6, or at least the next entry, that won't probably not be named G- GTA 6, is already under development, underway. But there is no deadline, so there's no telling how long. I mean, we've been waiting since 2013. It's about to hit 10 years since the last GTA has came out. It's crazy to think.
2: Yeah, I was just. Uh, I mean, I mean, I I've, I've been playing GTA since like the very first one, so I mean, it was just a little weird to, it was confusing to see like what map they would decide to choose upon. I mean, would we go back to Liberty City, go back to Los Santos, or just I don't know? It'll be very good to see what else happen in the future for that game.
0: Yeah. Also, uh, this is a uh, developer studio we haven't heard from in a very, very long time. Telltale Games. Telltale Games has finally announced the next entry to the series, The Wolf Among Us. We're going back to uh, Fable Town. This month they showed a little stream about, uh, about it and everything, but... We are officially getting a Wolf Among Us too. If you go on Twitter or Facebook you can do hashtag the Wolf is back and see also their little stream with it and everything. And also moving down. Um Hold Fast Nations at War. Uh Ray, would you ever get to play that with me and Sopa?
3: Uh not recently, no.
0: Okay. Well, instead of making this paid or or a separate game, they added Hold Fast World War One frontlines so now you have one more scenarios and hold fascinations at war so now it supports both um the you know, great the first great war and then uh napoleonic wars and everything and the maps i actually got to play a few maps and everything really done detailed and everything just like kind of like a whole, whole fast napoleon um you can kind of feel like you're there a little bit but you know you always have the uh the memes going on. Someone was playing "Erica," which was a uh, war Mac marching song back in 1940s and 30s, and and we were winning as the Axis powers. And someone was playing that song out loud while charging. So, but moving on as well. Uh, what do y'all think about ba- um, EA? Like EA is a whole blaming Halo for the failures that that happened in Battlefield 2042.
2: I I think a lot of games, I mean, not just Battlefield, but a lot of games knew that they were going to be competing against Halo, especially with uh, the first-person shooters. So, I mean, to blame another company is kind of not Halo's fault. It's more of Battlefield, I mean, EA's for choosing that to release it around the same time as Halo.
0: Yeah, Battlefield's definitely got a lot of room to pick up. So does Halo. Both communities, like even on Steam charts and like activities, are, like g- dwindling. Like I'm, I'm talking that I, a lot of people I saw playing Halo Fives at the late days before Halo Infinite came out. They just, they don't even play Halo Infinite anymore. They just went back to Halo Five. And then the Twitch viewers, even for Halo and Battlefield, even Call of Duty, everything's starting to dwindle now. So it's like this this generation for Halo, Battlefield, and COD has definitely not been very well.
1: Well,
2: I mean, Call of Duty really hasn't been the same since. uh, Well, for a while, actually. I mean, Cold War was a pretty decent game, but it was just it was time for them to. uh, move on with the yearly releases. I think that's going to save the whole company as a whole.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because I remember uh, you posting this tweet about Call of Duty being delayed until 2024. I don't think that'll involve this year's, but because it's Infinity World and Infinity World don't really release too much big broken messes. But I do feel like the next year will definitely, when Microsoft does for sure, take over. They'll have them not
2: really say anything, probably for a good minute. No, that's. It's something that Call of Duty needed to get into for a while. I mean, they've been. I mean, it's kind of like an uphill and downhill type thing for Call of Duty. One year. I mean, like Cold War, like I said, it's it wasn't a bad game. It, it's just. Like, Black Ops 4 was just really bad, so. I think it was time for them to slow down. They were releasing a game literally every single year, so you're grinding and grinding and grinding, then the new Call of Duty comes out, and then all your stats just go down the drain. Because I remember when uh, Vanguard came out, all my stats for uh, Cold War literally all got deleted. I'm not even prestigious like 8 anymore. I was pretty upset about that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I know it's definitely been a good month, but it's like a, we went over the past few episodes. It's definitely been a crushing defeat for some developers out there. I mean, another thing for EA as well, Knockout City. The developers are talking about making a game for you to play and breaking off from EA entirely. So most like much of, a bunch of these... um Big brands and everything when it comes to like game development and stuff are definitely taking a hit. I think the only one so far, really, not is Ubisoft, but Ubisoft has kind of on a social aspect kind of started deteriorating because they're starting to support NFTs. Yeah,
1: I'm, um,
2: I'm actually really excited because, um, talking about Ubisoft, the new uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla DLC is coming out uh, March 10th. The, I think it's, um, the Ragnarok, the Dawn of Ragnarok, <laughs> It's gonna get into the story of Odin and all that. So that's pretty interesting.
0: Yeah, uh, they still—that's a good thing I've been noticing about Assassin's Creed. They still release DLC that goes on for a while. But um, oh yeah, I mean, there's definitely good, a lot of good things. I've definitely been enjoying Destiny. Uh, Ray Blast—I finally did get to beat my first ever Total War campaign. As the House of Julia, I am Rome. Oh, let's go. Yep, yeah, I finally got to beat that. Probably going to work on. Um, so, when it comes to projects and Reload, we start kind of planning, as we kind of already kind of said, not too much, but I do like to uh, let Matt speak on uh, her graphical um, design involvement within Reload. Uh,
1: Interesting things that I'm working on with. Um... Rez right now is where I'm currently working on getting a new color splash made for um, all of the advertisements and the logo and we're going to be getting those redone and recreated as well. So I'm pretty hyped and excited to get that work done and set for you guys.
0: Heck yeah. Yep, I'm ready to... has been hyping it up to me all this time so I'm just pretty much ready to see it soon. I know what you did with uh, uh, TSB Thunderdome was definitely a really good job too, so Yeah, I'm super
1: excited, you know, I'm uh, getting those ideas turning. Hopefully, I'll get them produced out and, you know, get them set here soon, so.
0: Alrighty. Alright, y'all guys got anything uh, y'all want to talk about, Ray or Hostile?
2: No, I don't have anything to say. I guess the only thing I can
3: say is, you know, I'm really uh, curious how, uh, You know, the development companies will react to all these big names coming out, right? Because things like, uh, you know, Dying Light, Horizon, Elden Ring, those are big titles, right? There's nothing to sneeze at. And we're supposed to get, what, the new Pokemon game later, 2022?
0: Oh, yes, I don't want to forget about that. Uh, What is it? I can't remember the other name, but one of them is Scarlet.
3: Yeah, Scarlet and Violet. Yeah,
0: they already. I think it's the- Scarlet and Violet. Maybe yeah. I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, it. it's Violet. Yeah, and the thing is, they already showed the uh, three starters. I actually like these starters. I'm not gonna lie. I think the only one that's one <laughs> is the Fire type one. But it's about it's about time they finally get Fire type a goofy looking one. To be fair, <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't got to play Legends of Akarius, by the way. But that's because I don't have it. But I'll be working on playing that. it right
1: now. It is so good.
0: You
3: should get
0: it. It's really good. For real, yeah. <laughs> 100%. I probably definitely will here soon. Uh, other projects and everything, um, we're still in the planning phase. We'll probably will this year, maybe, but maybe debate baby at the end and everything, trying to get some concepts done and everything and start working on uh, story layouts and stuff like that for our three projects. And then we'll, uh, as we're doing this too, we'll possibly be working on a side project, possibly like something like a, a VPS service or something like that, and potentially work on the website. But that's just something we'll have to find out and see as uh, most of us that are busy with college uh, learning the capabilities and everything too. So, But if that's everything everybody has, y- y'all, y'all don't want to leave out any uh Quotes or anything? Mads, Ray, Hostile.
3: No, I don't have oh. any. No, I think, I think we could cover most of it,
0: yeah. Inspirational quote. Yeah. Or I right, mean, I don't you? have anything. No, not wow, no inspiration.
2: Um, and you.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't,
0: don't give up. What was that, Hostile? You broke up. <sighs>
2: I said, don't give up.
0: <laughs> Much inspiration. All right, I'll go ahead and conclude it. Everybody, I appreciate coming and listening to the episode.
1: All right.